What's going on? This is On The Dotted Line. My name is Deshaun Lyons, and this is... Marquise Taylor. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is our 18th episode. I'm so happy. We did it. We did it. <laughs> but, you know, this is the empowerment segment. We're going to promote these local businesses. The first business I'm going to promote is At Flow Billions. Go to IG right now and go to At Flow Billions and follow her. You see our picture right there. She hooked us up. She'll hook you up. She'll have your joint looking fly. If you have a lo- if you need a logo, you need for a wrap cover, or you just need a big-ass portrait for your house, she'll hook you up. Go to IG right now and follow At Flow Billions on IG. Anything you want to promote? Oh, yeah. Rob, Rob is ready. Anybody in the New Jersey area or New York, whatever, uh, Rob is ready. Anybody that need pictures done, he does photo shoots. He does a little bit of film. You know, he's got a few models that he's did photo shoots for. So anybody that needs any pictures done, check out Rob is ready on IG. You already know. You already know. Also, right now, Go to iTunes right now. The best podcast out right now. We need his podcast to trend. We need it to trend. We need more people to listen to this brother. Go to DA Realist Podcast right now on iTunes and subscribe and give him five stars because he deserves it. I was on his show because we did a response uh, about our topic, Cheetaversity, one of the most controversial topics we have. And it was great. It was phenomenal. If you want to be inspired, if you want some motivation, go follow him right now. Go to DA Realist Podcast and subscribe to his channel. Also, we got somebody else that's very um, inspiring. You'll be motivated. Get your body right. Go right now to YouTube right now. Click that button. Click that subscribe button to Chris Vigiano. You know, he does workout videos, man. His joint is extremely lit. Your your body will be on point. You'll be looking like a robot slash Rambo slash Thor. He will hook you up. He'll have you looking right. So go to YouTube right now and get that workout and bust a sweat. Go to Chris Vigiano on YouTube and subscribe to his channel. Um, is there any, anybody else we need to promote, Marquise? Oh, yeah, mask on photos. Oh, you already know. Anybody in the L.A. area that need a picture taken, looking to do a little photo shoot, mask on photos. Check him out on IG. His stuff is nice. He's ill with it. Anybody in the L.A. area, once again, check him out. Mask on photos on IG. Yup, yup, you already know. You already know. This is the empowerment segment. We about to get right into the hot topics. The hot topics. Marquise, where's our topics for today? And give us questions. Oh, the topic today. Y'all gonna like this one. This is hip-hop civil war. Uh-oh. Dum-dum-dum. Another yes, controversial sir. one. Today, we gonna be talking about the old school versus the new school. Uh, one of the things that we are gonna uh, be talking about today is why hasn't the old school accepted the new generation of rap? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I feel the reason why is because of the sound. And back in the day, it was a lot more lyrical. Today, a lot of these kids that rap, they having fun with these beats. Um, they having fun with the music. So the old school generation, they need things like to have content. They need things to have a strong meaning to it. Like you have you have artists today like J Cole, Kendrick Lamar that. Everything they rap about is some real, some some real like 
back in the day, like public enemy when they rap about police brutality and all of that. They want to hear like the, the conscious rap. But not every like these kids is having fun, you know, and the um, I, don't, I just don't understand why the older generation can't accept that. They can't accept that these kids are just having fun with the music. They have a music for people to party to and just feel good. Um, you know, just partying. You, you had kid to play back in the day. Uh, you know, they was rapping and they had fun with it. And you had Will Smith. He had, he's having fun with the song. So why can't I just don't I just don't understand why the um the older generation won't accept these young guys these young kids is making music they're making a lot of money and they having fun doing it like I said it's nostalgia is what it is <clears throat> everybody liked the way things was <laughs> when they were younger it happened when when hip hop first came out when rap first came out it was the same way. You know, somebody's parents was out there. What is y'all listening to? Turn right. that hippity hop it in. Hippity hop, hop, hop. Turn, turn that stuff off. You know, don't nobody want... Everybody's afraid of change. That's all it is. It's when you hear something new that you're not used to, that's mostly what it is. And yes, there is certain things about this new generation that uh they do seem a little bit more out of control. Even though, don't get it twisted, you know, the 90s, things were a little out of control too. But... uh. It's like now it's just, especially since we got the internet now, we got YouTube, right. we got all these platforms and stuff. Everything is heightened. Yeah, everything is out there now. So even like the drug usage is like worse now with the um, younger generation. So with the older generation, are they hypocrites? Because they, the music, like especially like in the 90s, they'll listen to it and... The older people that's older than them, they might turn it off. They'd be like, you just don't understand it. Well, they saying the yeah. same thing. These young cats saying the same thing to them. Like you just not understanding our music. Like Lil Yachty, he was saying like to Joe Buttons, like, like you, like you not giving us a chance. You not, you, you not understanding. So are these older, are the older generation just being hypocrites? Every generation because they just can't understand. And and people usually do that when people like you ignorant. They just don't understand. Yeah, I mean, because <clears throat> you know me, I can't. I'm not too big on a lot of this new music, even though I do give respect where it's due. I, I'm not hating on nobody getting their money, especially you making music, you're having fun with it, you're getting your money. Nothing wrong with that, but the way I look at things, it's like, listen, I can't, if that music isn't for me, I don't have to listen to it. Right. <laughs> Real simple, that's the way I look at it, but uh, that's it for me. Right, right. Um. I would just I would just say that you know for the um the older generation I just need I just need to be more open minded to these kids and just you know take time to listen to these kids it's actually dope young artists out there like Jaden Smith like this this young dude he's he's real intelligent he can actually rap and he actually have great content in his raps and so and he talk about social issues like you remember X um God rest his soul but he, he was talking about depression. He could actually rap, but his music was deep. And there's kids out there that suffer depression. There's older kids, I mean, older um, people that suffer depression. And he's talking to them and his music, it helps people. So, but still the old generation won't accept it. And the old generation also, I see this a lot. The way people dress, 
that really rubs them the wrong way. They say, oh, I'm not listening to somebody with some colorful hair and uh, he and like somebody like Lil Uzi, let's just <laughs> Lil Uzi, just a weird looking dude. But they won't take time to listen to these people's music. But I'm like, wait a damn minute, what about the 80s? Like when people was wearing freaking leather pants and they wear earrings with a one feather in their ear and they wear eyeliner. What's that little my boy crazy? You gotta have that same energy if you ask <laughs> Keep me. Keep that same energy. Um, um, you old bags. <laughs> Yo, chill. Now, like, even Prince, the way he dressed, it was, a lot of people would be like, that was a little sus, but people let it ride. Right. Oh, that's, that's just Prince. He an icon. Watch your mouth. Nah, he dressed a little sus. All respect due to the brother, though. All respect to him. Rest in peace, Prince. But, um, yeah, it was Prince and a whole lot of other artists that, you know, they, they dress kind of crazy. Right. But, moving on. <laughs> Another question for you. Does the new school care more about their money do more than they do rap beef? Hmm. Um, I, I would say, yeah. The simple fact that it's, it's a lot of money out here now, and it's a, not, it's a lot of ways through music to get money, and people could consume music in every platform now. SoundCloud, um, Spotify, all these different streaming companies. Title, yeah, title. I got <laughs> title. So it's like they not they not caring. They having fun out there. They having they buying chains. They buying the big that big houses and stuff like that. They don't. It's not really a competition. They don't care about the competition. Like I need to sell more records than him. They they don't care nothing about that. It's but back in the day, very it was very competitive back in the day. Back in the day, that's why. You had LL Cool J and Cannabis. They was rapping to see who's the best. KRS-One saying he's the best. You know, Eminem. He, Eminem pretty much came, he came up being a battle rapper. He came up like beating 25 people in in one day in battle rapping. And then you got, you know, Biggie and Tupac. They being competitive with their music. And then they rap beef increase. Then you had the East Coast, West Coast. So it was very competitive. And back in the day, you had to actually know how to rap and rap good and be lyrical to be able to get your demos to be heard. It couldn't be anything that was whack. Nowadays, it's more so you have a great beat. You have a great uh, production, and also you have a great sound, and your flow sounds good. That's all you need to be able to, um, you know, sell records. So now you get all this money, and you got the YouTube. You get money off YouTube, give you money for views. You get a million to a billion views. The streaming companies giving you money. So you're like, why I'm beefing with this person? We all should be getting money, right? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, though, I'm about to make some money right now. I got a song for y'all. Scoopy dee doop. <laughs> scoop dee doop. Whoop dee scoop dee doop. <laughs> Either that or two big bitches getting DP. Big homie listening to my CD. Little niggas out there trying to beat me. That's all I got for y'all. <laughs> there you go. That's a hit for you. But uh, <laughs> we got we got another question though. Um, next question. Which rap era was the most disrespectful? Well, I don't care if people get mad at me, but it's the 90s era. I feel like the 90s era was one of the most disrespect, 
disrespectful era when it comes to music in every era. Um, I had a I had a debate with one of my one of my friends. They feel like um, this era is very disrespectful. Um, this era uh, era just don't give a fuck. Um, but I, I I disagree. I feel like the era that we came up with, cause I'm I was born in '89, so I grew up in the '90s era, listening to the '90s music, and the disrespect that these lyrics have for women made us numb and made us insensitive to their their problems that they suffer through now, rape culture and all of that. We so but we getting better and better each and every day when it comes to what women needs and what women's fighting for. But I feel like our I feel like the nineties culture and that era, it was just so man, so vulgar. And then you had the drugs. Now they saying that lean is big and Molly and these pills, like these little kids popping pills. But what about the era that we was in? And you know, you sell it, you giving, you giving, you know, bait, um, um, pregnant women drugs and all of that. And you giving them in the street, you selling it, you promoting the music. Then you had the gangster rap, gangster rap, like uh, I shoot, I shoot a dude in the face and I smile, like, like what, what kind of, what kind of mess is that? Like. I, I love these artists. I love the music, but that was the most disrespect, dis, disrespectful era. You just sit back and you observe. You be like, wait a minute, damn, that's that's what I was. That's where I wanted to be because I know I'm not built. I'm not built like that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not no gangster. But when I was trying to rap, I was saying like gangster fluid dripping down my blood. Like, come on, I'm not no gangster. I have no gangster in me. So, but I took over that. I I wanted that image. Because that's what I see, and that's how it's brought up through the music. Yeah, I would say um, ah, <clears throat> it's it's rough, but what I would say is at least there was rules back then, and I'm I'm gonna go toward the drug game when I say this. Like it was certain people that you didn't sell drugs to back in the day. It was certain things that you didn't do. Yeah, the music was. You had your gangster music. You had your thugged out music. Right, right. But there was still rules to it. Now, there are no rules. Like, especially when it comes to the, again, going back to the drug game. People selling drugs to anybody. People just being disrespectful. Even with the music, like, people was getting out of control. People getting killed. Again, we had this back then, but... Now since we got social media, it's like you can see it. Now. Well, I feel like I feel like um back then they had these they had these older older leaders that regulated them. Yeah. So that was that's mostly the reason why David Banner was saying that it was it was certain rules in the drug game that you can't give it to pregnant women, even though they some was. You know, you can't give it to kids. It was certain rules for it. But you got punished for that. You got called out on that. Nowadays, it, I don't I don't think we got too many OGs, so to speak. Oh, we don't. Like but I still got to hold them accountable because, you know, they was before us. So we had, to, we had to follow something. We followed them, and they didn't give us the blueprint we need to be able to, to move forward and elevate. So these young kids, they said, well, I'm going to just do it on my own. I'm going to figure out what type of music I'm going to put out on my own and I'm, I'm going to take drugs, I'm going to do this. It was a generation before them, so they had to be able to follow them and want to 
copy them somehow. But the older generation, they did they, they didn't um take over that responsibility to show them and give them the keys to the car, but like this is how you should do it. Yeah, well, yeah, because you got to think a lot of people, especially that was involved in like the drug game and stuff, a lot of them got locked up, killed, whatever. So, yeah, you really don't have any, you know, like real older heads to really show them how to do it. And uh, they even had an interview going back to the music. They had an interview about uh, uh, about how some of these young artists, they don't have like the older artists to come to them and show them how to properly do the business. That's why some of these young artists deals, yeah, a lot of their deals are messed up. Yeah, so that's one of the big problems that they having too. And um, just for a second, I gotta backpedal back to the uh, to the to the other question. I hate to do it, but I gotta go back. I didn't really give a response to it. What I gotta say is, I do feel like they do care more about the money. Um. The kids do care more about money rather than the rap beef. At least some of them do. Because we've seen some of them in the rap beef, some of it turns violent. I know we heard about a lot of a lot of kids getting shot out here, a lot of right. young artists and stuff like that. So I think sometimes they just take it too too far into the streets. I mean, even though it's always been that way, you, you always got some knuckleheads that want to take things to the street rather than keep it within the confines of music, which is unfortunate. But yep. there's always gonna be some negative in when it comes to hip hop, you know. It's go it's always gonna be somebody because hip hop is about expressing yourself through your experience, through your environment, you go talk about it. So you already know. But we're about to take a quick commercial break right now. This topic been lit. This is hip hop civil war. We'll be back at two point two. Your soul like ether Will. Teach you the king You know you nah. Godson across the belly Lose. I prove you lost the ready Brace yourself For the main event Y'all impatiently waiting It's like an AIDS test What's the results? Not positive Who's the best? Pac, Nas, and Big Ain't no best East, West, North, South Floor style greetings I embrace y'all with napalm Blows up No guts Left chest face gone How can I be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage Burner at the side of your dome Come out of my throne I got this since 9-1, I am the truest Name a rapper that I ain't influenced Gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas With the Hawaiian Sophie fame, kept my name in his music Check it, I fuck with your soul like ether Teach you the king, you know you Dark sun across the belly I prove you lost the rest And we back on, ladies and gentlemen We are back In this go-round What we gonna be talking about uh, We both got about four different artists or groups, whatever, and we're gonna see uh, how they match up in different eras. They, they showing has some of the guys from the new school, and I got the old school guys. So let's just get into it. All right, we about to get right to it. I'm gonna do the new school. Um, the first person I'm gonna say this new school artist. Do you think this artist could be able to be in every generation and sell records? The first artist is Future. Ah, that, that's like a punch in the face. Um, <laughs> I don't think he, I'm not sure if he would make it in the 90s. Um, I just don't think he would make it. Um, even though we did have those fun records back then and all of that. But uh, 
I don't think he'd make it. Uh, Cause like we said earlier, like in the nineties, we had, you know, being lyrical was uh, not saying that future isn't lyrical. It's just his flow, but being lyrical and having a certain type of flow was what got a lot of artists through the nineties. Eighties, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think he would make that. Um, <laughs> yeah. He said future is won't be nothing. Yeah. I mean from from this era in like the early 2000s uh obviously he's making it in this era but like the early early 2000s uh, I think he got a shot. I think future could make it in the um I think the future could make it like in the damn the two the early 2000s. Not the 90s so much cuz the way his sound is the early 2000s, definitely. All right, we're going to move on. All right, the next artist is a female. Uh-oh. Who This is going to be a little easy. Um, It's going to be. I'm trying to wait. I'm trying to wait. I want, I want to wait because I, I think it's going to be one of them. It is one of them, but y'all know who. Drum roll, please. Cardi B. Do you think Cardi B can last in every era? I could see Cardi B in the 90s. Hell yeah, I could definitely see her in the 90s. I could, I could see her in the 90s, not in the 80s, but I could definitely see her in the 90s, though. She um, fits the 90s perfectly. From, like, the 90s on up, yeah, yeah. Car Cardi would make it in every era except the 80s. I could see her doing a record with Escape, definitely. Like, she doing a rap record with Escape. Doing the record with Missy Elliott. People thought I was gonna say Nikki. I was gonna say Cardi B, man. She red hot right now. <laughs> Shout out to Barty. Alright, the next one. It's an artist that people don't understand so much, man. Uh, the way he talks, the way he walks, man. People don't understand him, but I understand him a little bit. Takashi 69. Can Takashi 69 last in every era? The 2000s, the early 2000s, I'm saying. Uh, he could he could probably last there. Uh, the 90s, nah. 90s on down, what? he would have had a rough time. I don't know. Man. You I, sound like Onyx. I don't know, man. I just feel like, mm, I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like I don't, I don't think he'd be able to make it in the 90s. Um, if he did make it in the 90s, I could see him probably being like a one-hit wonder, maybe. All right. Alright, so that was I we had a fourth one, but we kinda we kinda passed our time. So I'm gonna shift it off to Marquise. We're gonna just stick it stick to three artists. So Marquise, it's on you, man. You do the old school. I still think Takashi will be the 90. I think he sound a lot like Onyx. And he have a lot of energy with his rap. Um, kinda like DMX and all these other guys that have high energy when they rap and you feel it. Like, um, even um, Bizarre and all these guys, I could hear him in the 90s, definitely. I disagree with Marquise with that, but moving on. <laughs> oh, I got a real uh, a real good one. Uh, Most Def. Most Def. Think he'll make it now? No. No, he won't make it now. He won't make it now. I feel like his, his, I feel like his sound, he will, be, he will be in a conscious rapper, rapper list. But the way the, the type of music he have, he's very um he's very calculated, very smooth, very subtle. I don't think he will last in this era. He will not have any top one hundred records in in this era. It would not happen. It's just 
his um the type of um artist he is, the type of music he had. Nick, people ain't trying to listen to that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mills Death, but your none of your songs gonna be in the top Billboard's 100, man. It's just not in this era. That hurt my soul. But uh, <clears throat> I, I gotta agree with you. But that hurt my soul. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other one, Pac. You think he'll make it now? Ooh. Tupac. I'm a humongous Tupac fan. Ah. You know what? This gonna shock a lot of people. I think he would. Um, the reason why I think he would, because I feel like he'll be more of where J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Um, he's he he's he have a balance. And I feel like as an artist, if you have a balance, if you talk about social issues, also talk about the other stuff that people could party to. He had party records like um, I Get Around. He had really, really gangster gutter records like Hit Him Up. Then he had real, like, you know, positive social conscious records like Brenda's Baby. He have a balance. Like, his balance is unbelievable. That's why I feel like he could last in every era because of the balance. I would agree. Uh, hopefully, he would uh, be able to do what, what Jay and Nas is doing now. Because them two brothers, they, they've been in the game forever, as everybody knows. And they're right. still relevant. They, they just riding the wave. They know how to keep up. They know how to blend with the new generation. And most mostly override the new generation. Because when Jay drop an album... It's big. It's every time he drop out. It's big. Jay Z's proven it that you know he's last. He lasts in every era. Every era, like the the late nineties to the two thousands with Fifty Cent and Ja Rule to the mid two thousands with Lil Wayne to the late two thousands with right now um, with Drake and now we get into the new school like the Migos and all of that because it's about to be twenty twenty so. Jay-Z, man, salute, man. Jay-Z, that's why I feel like he's the best rapper ever. But go ahead. You got you got your last one? Oh, yeah. This last one is going to be a group, though. Uh, <laughs> you think Wu-Tang could survive now? That going to be mad as hell at me. Hell no. I don't I don't think they I don't think they would. I, I feel like, I feel like, well, you know what? Damn, because Old Dirty Bastard, Bastard, he will last. Old Dirty Bastard, he will have a cult following like a a post Malone, like um, he will have that cult following. I feel like him, Redman, uh, oh, Redman's not Wu Tang. I meant Method Man. Method Man, I don't think he would. I don't think he would last if we talk about individual people in the Wu Tang. Uh, RZA, he wouldn't last. I feel like the only person out that group would last is what's the name? Old Dirty Bass. I think Old Dirty Bass has got that little cult following going that. He could also get like you know the white kids be able to to um you know have that what they call it the um the crowd surfing and what they call a little circle joint when they all oh, the, be the mosh pit they you he'll for, yeah pit? he'll form the mosh pit and everything I could really see old dirty bastard lasting in every era but I can't see the old Wu Tang group can't last Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with but. Y'all would not have not one record or the top 100 billboards. I'm sorry, it just won't happen. Um, people won't won't they ain't gonna they ain't gonna want to hear it. But old dirty bass, they'll fuck with it because his energy, his um his charisma, and his music. 
And hold up, didn't they? They dropped the album recently, though. I'm talking like within the past few years, they dropped one. But it was like one album. Yeah. And I think they sold just the one album. It was literally. I think I know you're talking album. about. I think I know you're talking about. I didn't hear it. I heard that they did. But it's just like I haven't really heard from it. Yeah. But the last person, because I know we ran out of time, running out is the Migos. Oh, the Migos. I think we. I think we both can agree with. Oh yeah, they'll last in every era. Something about them. I feel like they yeah. can last in every era. People like, well, the mumbling. It's just something about them as a group, as a hip hop group. You like, yo, I could see them in the nineties. I could even see them in the eighties. The way they dress, the way they act, because you know the eighties, they it was a lot of men wearing blouses and all yeah. of that. So I could see they wear blouses, so I could see them, man. So. Man, them Versace shirts, but yeah, it's it's just the flows that they got. It's um I definitely see them in just about every era. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, can't come right to an end, man. This has been a, a great topic, man. I know a lot of people will be mad at me because I said a Wu-Tang and most death is not going to last in this era. But just put your comments on our YouTube. Put your comments on our Instagram. Put your comments on iTunes. Put your comments. Give us a feedback. And, you know, just let us know how you feel, man. Uh, Marquise, final thought before we wrap it up? Listen, I just want to say for the new generation, uh, keep doing what y'all doing, man. I, I personally might not like like everything that I hear, but there's nothing wrong with, you know, the younger generation getting to the bag. It, there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, I still love my old school music, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right, right. You already know this was the hot topic. Hip-hop! Civil War. This is on the dotted line. My name is Deshaun Lice, and this is Marquise Taylor. And we out, baby. Peace. Of course they'll come back. They're birds. I trust them. I understand them. It's people I don't understand. You see, Arnold, it's time for me to leave here.